Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Kenzie. This is Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Welcome back. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Two in one week, you guys. Oh my gosh. It has been such a good week. Um... You guys are awesome. So much love on part one. So we are now here to film part two. We've gotten a lot of questions and we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So we thought we'd address at least a couple questions and then we wanted to talk about some of the other reasons that we don't allow sleepovers because it's not just all one reason. I think there's a couple of different reasons we wanted to talk about. So let's dive right in. Yeah. So Kenzie got a question a ton and one of the biggest questions she got was, how DJ reacted when she told her. And how he's kind of ha- him. Yes, him. <laughs> DJ said him. I didn't even notice until you made that face. Um, so we thought we'd talk about that a little bit um, and talk a little bit about how he handled my trauma and kind of what he did. A lot of you, unfortunately, are going through the same thing or had been through the same thing and um, just kind of wanted to see what he did for me to make me feel like I, it was a safe space and to um, talk about it if I wanted to talk about it. But I think kind of starting from there, I just don't like to talk about it. That's just me personally. I mean, I think you guys heard with the first part one, I I just don't talk about it. It's, it's not because I'm ashamed. It's just because it's very personal to me and, and then it opens another door. And I just, I don't love that. And I feel like, I mean, even DJ said he learned like so much from that and I think, like, all of our family did, too. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of details that you finally felt safe in a space where you could share and comfortable enough that you don't know how many people would be listening, but you did it, and I feel like so many people learned. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's not something I have felt like I wanted to open up to all of the details about. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's something I hold really close to my heart, and again, like, something I kind of felt like I dealt with a really long time ago, I know I still have my trauma and my doors that get open, but I feel like overall I, I like just feel like I kind of have dealt with it. So when me and DJ started dating, I actually started seeing a new therapist because when we were living in Prescott, which is where we're from, we should probably do like a get to know you episode we because really I should. feel like we didn't really do that. I know. We, we should did an do intro to the podcast, but not like who we are. Yeah. Okay. Expect that. We're going to do that. Um, but we're from Prescott, which is a really small town in Arizona, and I saw a therapist there that I actually didn't love, and that was the therapist I saw right when my parents found out. They just kind of wanted to get me in and get me talking and whatever I needed to do, um, which was awesome and like a thousand points for my parents. They're amazing, but I just didn't love it. I just 
it was a male therapist and I don't know if that was the reason or what but I just I didn't love him and I don't feel like I dealt with a ton of emotion through him so I started dating DJ and immediately I was like I'm in love with this guy I just like immediately like like literally immediately which we'll talk about later but um like it there was a level of trust that wasn't there it was very different than any like high school relationship I ever had because I knew like a high school relationship wasn't gonna like last me but I felt like probably weren't gonna marry him exactly and I felt like this relationship was one that could last the rest of my life and I don't know why but for some reason I just had like a really hard time with trust and it's not something that DJ ever did it was like right when we first started dating and he was amazing and it was great. I just, I don't know. I felt like I wasn't like emotionally mature enough for some reason. I, it was a very weird feeling, but I remember telling my mom, like, I just feel like I need to go back in therapy. I feel like I'm having some like dating issues. And I felt like it had stemmed from what had happened. Definitely the trauma and the lack of trust. Like you have to have that in a relationship. Exactly. And when you don't, it can create, I mean, all sorts of stuff. And that was really mature and smart of you to like realize and pinpoint that back to the trauma that you had because I definitely wasn't trying to like gaslight DJ in any way because he hadn't done anything no so I knew it was something that was going on with me and I just felt very immature to handle the relationship I don't know why I like he's a little bit older than me I just I felt like I wasn't emotionally there and I kind of felt like that was stemming from my past experiences so I saw this new therapist um in Gilbert and I loved her like she did so much for me. She was amazing. I remember you telling me like yeah. different like object lessons she would do and exactly. different things that just really helped. She like a hundred percent made me change my major to psychology because I just loved her and she just changed my life. Um, and so I spoke with her about talking to DJ about it. I just I just loved DJ a lot, and I just felt like this was my forever. I felt that for a really long time. Um, like immediately right when I met him, I just I knew. So I talked to her about maybe telling him and how he would react and honestly it like wasn't a huge thing for DJ. Like he handled it just like a pro, honestly. And again, I think it was because like I said I was sexually assaulted by a family member and that was it. That was it. And like it's hard nobody wants to ask like the details of it and I'm sure he didn't even want to know because he trusted you enough that yeah. that was what happened and he like he probably just wanted to be there for you. Yeah, and he always wanted the ball in my court. So, like, if I needed to talk about it, if I needed to open up about it, if I needed something, he was there 100%. But I think in that moment that I told him, he just hugged me and cried with me and told me that he loved me. Sounds just like DJ. And Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just, he's not, he's not a talker. Nope. He doesn't, he doesn't want to just bash things out like I do I'm more of a talker but I'm not a talker about this and I think that he sensed that because I normally am a talker that I just said kind of the one line and I just said and that's just it and I just wanted you to know because I trust you and I love you and I just felt like it's a huge part of who I am not who I am but what happened to me and it it has shaped me to be the person I am. And I think he learned a lot about me just from me sharing that experience. But it was never something we had to talk about a lot. I think he just... How does how does he react? Like, I know a lot of people will want to know, like, how does how did or how does he react when he sees? Yeah, that was, that was hard. I think it was really hard for him because, I mean, like we said, we see him at family things. Um, 
big family events like he's there I don't I just actually don't think DJ's ever spoken to him now that I can think about it I don't think he ever gives him the time of day I think he just just kind of like I do DJ's not like confrontational he's not even like he won't even be rude to someone even if he's like mad and like like, just like everybody else balls in my core I'm the one that gets to decide what we do and DJ's always been very respectful of that because I feel like some husbands would be like I'm not gonna be in the same room as him and I can't look at him after what he did to you which rightfully so rightfully so absolutely and DJ would if I wasn't very adamant about him not and I think that is kind of why he's always just been like he'll hold my hand he's there for me the podcast was really hard for him like I came home and I was like like I saw him and he just like hugged me like because he didn't know a lot of the stuff that had happened and I like I said we just like I just don't like to talk about it and so he just hugged me and I just like started crying which was emotional for me because I felt like I had just told him again for the first time so that was just like learned so much and he said it just really hit him when I was just talking about our kids which I get obviously um but he's always been like 100% supportive of my decision to not do sleepovers which is super important to me obviously how does Justin feel about your decision to not do sleepovers I mean, he totally understands why and, like, every single reason he's just on board. All of our significant others has known before the podcast came out. Yeah. So Kat's husband knew, Kendall's girlfriend knew, and Justin knew, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a huge family thing. It is. It's a family thing. And, yeah, he... He's more like, how can DJ be in the room? But I'm like, that's just DJ. And it's like you said, it's you. It's just it's, very... It's I, how you yes. want it. And like, that's how it is. And DJ just respects you so much that that's what it is. I mean, even you, you're pissed. And I don't feel it's like hard. you would be in the same room as him. No, but it's definitely you, hard. But I do it because I just do it. And I love you. And I respect how you want it to be. Exactly. Doesn't mean I have to talk to him. Doesn't Ex- mean I have to... Even acknowledge his existence. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like he's totally just on board and... He has, like, told me his experiences, and him and his friends would, like, get into all sorts of trouble. They would go out on the town, and they would, like, light off watermelon bombs. They would, like, pull trees out of the ground. Like, just crazy boy stuff, and he's, like, snuck out a lot when he was, um, like, had friends over, and they would, like, cover for him or vice versa, so... I don't know. I think that he just... He definitely understands, and he's totally just 100% on board. So some of the other things that we were thinking about um, during the podcast, um, we did ask for your guys' stories on sleepovers, and if you had a bad experience, I just was put to tears reading everybody's experience. Um, It was, I mean, so many of you had to go through so many hard things, and I am so sorry, and I empathize with you a lot because that obviously is a bad experience that I had as well, Um, but we did ask for some stories, and... We were surprised how many stories we got, not even about sexual assault, but um, even just about, like, bullying or mean girls and gossiping and things like that. Um, There was just so, so, so many stories. And I know for me and Jamie, like, the amount of times that people would lie for us, like, where we were and what we were doing, like, so it's just a lot of reasons that... We're not going to allow sleepovers, um, but we thought we would read some of your guys' experiences um, and then maybe talk about them for a little bit. So, Jamie, you want to go ahead and read one of the experiences? This story was sent in, and um, it's about bullying, and 
she just said, I fell asleep first and the other girls put mustard all over my face. Can't eat it to this day and have serious trouble sleeping anywhere but my own home even now when I'm 30 years old. Honestly, that would be my nightmare. You I hate mustard. I literally hate mustard so much. <laughs> that would actually traumatize me. I mean, think about it. Like, okay, now it's like, oh, you had mustard on your face. But no, like, as a teenage girl, like, and you're the one being targeted, like, that's so embarrassing. And that's traumatic. Like, she can't even sleep at anyone else's house because she's scared someone's going to do something to her. Yeah, that, and I mean, there's so many stories like that. I mean, even with my friends, like, we'd be like, don't fall asleep first. You're going to get pranked. And, like, in the moment, it's like, oh, we're just trying to be funny. But, like, those things can just traumatize somebody. Well, and it's just, like, it's not fun. Like, why why be at a sleep? Like, that's not fun. That's not fun to be there. It's not, like, fun experience. You're scared to fall asleep. Like... I mean, even, like, I remember young, like, I had a birthday party once, and we had, like, a bunch of friends over, and we, like, they were all so, we were all, like, so mean to one single girl, and, like, I still feel bad about it to this day, just because it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, so bad, I just feel sad that we were, like, all bullying this one girl that was there, because... And, like, you're a good person. And I'm, like, like, so nice, and I would never bully somebody, but, like... But, like, that happened. It happened, Because everybody else is doing it, so... It's peer pressure, and yeah. it's easy, and, like, yeah, I still, like, remember and feel bad about it. And so, so even though you weren't the girl that was being bullied, like, now it just still, you think about it now. I do, and I feel so bad. Well, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to send my daughter, like, I'm going to send Pace into a sleepover where she can just be put in a position to just be, like, either mean or be picked on. Yeah. And it's just, girls can be mean. I mean, boys can be mean, too. Like, of theirs course. is more physical, I feel like. But yeah. girls, it's, like, emotionally damaging, almost. For sure. I, that is... I feel for that girl. I would hate that. Mustard is, like, my nightmare. Yeah. And um, the another another story, like, this was a big one, and this is, like, one that I think about a lot. It says that I was exposed to pornography at a sleepover with my very best friend. I felt so uncomfortable, but also she was my best friend. How do I even say I don't like this and I want to go home? My teenage brain did not know how to handle it, and I regret that. I kept going back for sleepovers. Wish it would have been a rule to stay home. My kids... We'll stay home 100% and have a curfew, and I hope they see why I'm doing that. Okay, first of all, our mom had a curfew of 10 o'clock until we were seniors in high school. So, we hated her for it, but looking back, I definitely understand why we had a curfew. Like, 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing good happens after midnight. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's true. No, it's so true. And that is like, I don't know, that's just huge. I feel like, especially like, I mean, I don't know, people always think like, it's just boys, but pornography happens with girls as well and I think that obviously like that's something we'll talk to like talk to our kids about which I think is before they're ever exposed which is really important I do too but it definitely happens at sleepovers and it happens between girls we got like probably 40 plus messages about that same exact scenario and most of our followers are girls Uh, yeah exactly and so it does happen between girls when i bet if we asked our husbands i mean oh for sure told me that he's seen it at his friend's house oh definitely justin said his friend showed it to him the first time and like at such a young age yeah such a young age and pornography is such a horrible addiction it's so damaging it can especially that at that age yeah so that's a huge reason for me it's traumatic like Especially, like, I think, obviously, like, it can turn into a bad addiction, but it also, like, I mean, boys and girls are both curious, but also if you've never even been talked to about sex, like, imagine just, I I can't even imagine. Like, that's just, yeah. I definitely, that's one of the major ones for me, like, like you said, it's, it happens to girls all the time, obviously, with how many messages we got about it, but I just feel like with boys, it, it hits, like, so hard, like, 
because I feel like that's a major, major issue for men or boys or whatever. And then having a son, I'm like, I just, I cannot have him exposed to that at such a young age. And I know I can't control everything. And I know and like, that there's... he will be exposed. Exactly. It's, like, it's, a, it's just like not if, it's when. But you hope that you can limit that. And also that you can talk to him about it before he's at a sleepover with his friends and then they show him. And like, I feel like the age of that is just getting younger and younger. It with is. With like the kids that have smartphones. And you don't know, like you might have no smartphone rule at your house. Yep. And that's great. But you go to a friend's house... You have no, you have actually no idea what's going on. No. That brings us to our next point. Yeah. I literally would lie to my parents back and forth. Oh, literally every single And if you time. didn't, you're a wonderful person and you're a wonderful child, but we did. Exactly. And, and I feel like most people do. Most people do. And also, I'm sorry, there's parents out there that lie. Kelly and I mm-hmm. both had boyfriends whose parents would lie. We had friends whose parents would lie for us because they want to be the cool mom and they don't care to lie for for their kids. Like, they'll say, oh, yeah, Mackenzie's at my house. And there was 100% one parent I always said I was at her house because yeah. I knew for a fact her mom would lie for us. If you called, if mom called and said, hey, is Kenzie and JV there? Yeah. yeah. She's sleeping. Exactly. Like, and so we would even be smart and park our car there and then have someone else pick us up. Like, teenagers are very smart in that way they will get around things and i our parents were pretty her mom was pretty strict she was strict and she was smart like she wasn't like she was dumb no, she, she, would, she would check up she'd drive by like she did all the steps that she should have been doing and we still found a way and we still found a way because teenagers will do that exactly and so why like that's just not an option so i feel like one of the big things that i thought was really cool we got a message from um one of our followers and this like had to do a lot with like parents um, lying, but also like being open and honest with your kid and like creating that trust. But this is the experience that we got. It said, hi, I wanted to write in about my sleepover experiences. I didn't necessarily have a bad experience, but my mom always had a code word. She would say, or I would say if I was over at someone's house and wanted to come home, but didn't want to say it, I would say, can I have peanut butter cups when I get home? And she would say yes, but I actually need to come get you tonight, no sleepover. It saved me a lot of times that I got homesick, felt really uncomfortable, or just wanted to be home. It never outcasted me or my friends, and they didn't think I wasn't cool because my mom was making me go home, not because I wanted to go home. Once I was at a friend's house, she didn't have a bed and told me we were sleeping in the bedroom with her parents. I felt really uncomfortable and did not want to sleep with her mom and dad, and it didn't feel right. I was able to come have my mom pick me up with my code word. Me and my sister still use it today if we need to get out of the situation. Our mom has always said, if you want to get out of a situation, you make me the bad guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I do wish we had a little bit of a code word because there were so many times I hated sleepovers. I, mom would pick me up from sleepovers every single time. There was a point that they were like, you're not sleeping over at your friend's house anymore. Because you're not allowed. You're not allowed. This isn't working. Midnight every single time. Yeah. And I, like... I wish that we had some sort of code word. Like, oh, when I come home in the morning, can we make pancakes? And it's like, no, you're not spending the night. No, nope, you're not spending the night. Yeah. I, I love that idea, actually. I do too. And I think for really anything, like, you're in any situation, like, I don't care. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you are. Tell me the code word. I will come get when you. When I was, like, a freshman in high school, I was dating a boy that was older than me, and I had never seen a rated R movie. And I also, it's not about being rated R. It was just a really scary movie. And you know how I do with scary movies. I mean, really any movie that's violent, scary, you you just I, can't. I won't even watch it. No. I'm 25 years old. I still <laughs> hate scary movies. And he took me to see The Last Exorcism. And I actually had no idea until I got there. 
and I was terrified. I literally went in the bathroom and I cried. I was bawling. And so I like called mom and I was like, he's trying to get me to see this movie. And I was literally bawling. And my mom was like, okay, I'll come pick you up. Like, don't even worry about it. I'm just coming right now. And I was so scared that she was going to be mad at me because I lied to her about who I was with. I told her I was with a group of my friends, but I was actually with my boyfriend and I was like not of dating age yet. And I was so scared she was going to be mad at me, but she came and picked me up. I got in the car. We never talked about it again. Because that was it. She didn't ask me a single question. And that like solidified my trust in my mom because for sure I thought she'd just be pissed at me for and lying. then she's never gonna you're never gonna, I'm never gonna do it again yeah I'm never gonna trust her to like come and get me from something no. that I'm in a bad situation ever again you'll just stay in the bad situation and deal with it and maybe something horrible would happen exactly. you just don't know yeah. and like that was such a small experience of like a scary movie but yes. like what if like my child was super drunk somewhere and it wasn't safe and somebody drinking was trying to drive her like I would really hope my kids could call me they know I'd be disappointed because I'm not their best friend. Yes. But they also would know that they can call me and I'm a safe space. And you're there. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I think there's a huge difference of like being a best friend, but then also being able to have trust with a child. I completely agree. And like, I just think a lot of that starts with like those young open conversations, Uh which is like, that's the conversation we'll have in our house. Like, why would you know sleepovers? I'll tell you every single reason if you want to know. One of my mom's friends actually called um, after that last podcast episode was released and she has older girls that are like and te- they're teenagers teen- and they're cool teenagers yeah. like they're like beautiful and yeah, like way way better looking than I uh, will ever be she was so they're studying and she and she's like the cool mom she I feel like she's like such a cool she mom is. she always has like the best snack she has like a drink bar like soda bar like she's just like fun and cool I and literally like, love so going cute. to her house I do too she's awesome and she texted me after the podcast and was like that was that podcast. That's exactly why me and my husband don't allow our girls to have sleepovers. And I really can't wait to share this with them and have them to understand why we don't, we choose not to do it. And I just was like, holy moly, they don't do sleepovers. And like, their girls are so cool. They're, they're so like, cool, so popular. On so the cheer cute. team, like, they're so cool. And they don't allow sleepovers. And I would have never known because they're just so cool. And it like reaffirms me that, like, okay, I'm making the right decision because. So many people have DM'd me and just said, like, oh, Payson will never have friends. She won't be this or that because she doesn't allow sleepovers. But it's, like, they're living proof that you can still have friends and still be okay and still, like, have the best experiences ever and just not have sleepovers. And I also think it's so cool that she's able to tell her teenage daughters about my experience and hopefully her teenage daughters will have a little bit more sympathy to their parents to understand why they don't do sleepovers completely yeah no I think that that's so smart and I wanted to go into a lot of people asked which super valid question but a lot of people asked like okay so I know that you guys are saying no sleepovers but what about Jamie because 
my life and your life would be completely different if mom and dad did not allow sleepovers. It literally depended on a sleepover. It, it did. That's how, I mean, that's how it was there. That's how they got to know me. That's how they, I don't know, had that feeling. And so I feel like... That is a very good question. Yeah. And I feel like a big part of that can come from more of an intuition standpoint. Obviously, mom and dad had a good intuition about keeping you at, at the house and doing all those things but also like we said earlier like mom and dad were very strict like I mean we didn't have laptops I know most kids do now but like we didn't have laptops we had a smartphone and like we had had to put our phone in mom's room every night at nine o'clock at night like she would have our phones throughout the night until the next morning and she knew our passwords yep and she could get into it like whatever because and we just knew that that was in there and that was what the rule was but like so I feel like things were like mom and dad were pretty strict and pretty aware uh-huh. as well. And also I feel like, like you said, like that's just so much of like your mom intuition. Like, do you get a good feeling when your kid's friend walks in your house? Like, and how does this kid act towards you? Exactly. Is are she they respectful? respectful? And mom said so many times, I actually was talking to her about this the other day. She said so many times I would come home from sleepovers in such a bad mood and so disrespectful to her because my friends were acting that way towards their parents. Yep. And I feel like you came into our house. Let me help you make dinner. Let me help you clean up. Let me do all these things. Let's do all of our like normal things that like I would do. You did with me and very respectful. And like, I think even like, like overly respectful. Like I'd be like, let's go out. And you'd be like, no, let's just stay in here with like your parents tonight. And, like, they just loved you, and they they immediately felt like you were a daughter to them. Yes. So I feel like it's a very different situation. I completely agree. And that's why I think, like, I don't know, the whole sleepovers thing, like, can get so muddy, and there's so many, like... What if? What if situations that, like, might happen. But I think just, like, as a a general rule, we say no sleepovers, like, definitely. But I do think that there's circumstances or times where, like, I'm gonna have to use my mom intuition for that, and, like... I hope that if my, like, daughters bring home a girl and, like, I don't know, I would love to take in someone as well. Like, I would totally do that. So, I don't want to say, like, never, ever, 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 ever will we ever have a sleepover. But also, that might have been a different story if I had a brother. It's so true. Like, like exactly. I like, mean, that, I, I know that it happens for boys, too, and I know that it happens between gender. Girls. Like, I, yeah. I totally know that that happens, but I think... Mom knew very much that that wasn't the case between us. I think that was one of those, like, you need to be in the circumstance to understand it. And we've said this so many times, but Jamie has always felt like the missing puzzle piece to our family. I feel like that was felt immediately. And so, yeah, it's just, it's so hard because it's like, I don't know. Yes, there's so many what ifs. And we could play that game all day. All day. Well, what if this? What if that? What if Pierce is gone? What if... Pierce has another boy. What over. if Navy's a bad influence on Payson? What if Rossi's a bad influence on Payson? What if Ross, like Payson's a bad influence on one of my, your kids? Like, like we can play that game all day. Yeah, and I just think that as moms, we're given that mom intuition and that gut feeling for a reason. And mm-hmm. I think that we just take it day by day, and we trust our kids, and we have open communication with them, and we explain all of these things to them, and hope that if for some reason anything ever happened to them or they saw something or were exposed to something or they were bullied or they've been bullying people like I just really hope that we can have that communication where they will tell me or you know just trust me enough that they understand our house rules and our reasons absolutely I mean even when you stayed over like 
I was like scared to ask mom and dad. Like, and that was a, such a different circumstance, but I remember being like, there is no way they are going to let her stay the night on a Saturday night because that was our family rule. Yeah. I never had sleepovers on Saturday. I didn't ask. I didn't question nothing. That was just the rule. And the thing is, mom and dad knew that. They knew that I respected that rule because I did You not had never ask. asked. So I think when I did ask and it was like very sincere and like mom and dad just knew. And I, again, it's just an intuit, intuition thing between parents and their children. And also to be like so present in your kid's life. Like mom and dad wouldn't have known if they weren't a, like they weren't watching. You know what I yeah, mean? Like completely. they weren't like we sat down and have family dinner every single night. My Like mom and dad asked us about what was going on in our lives. Like they were so there and involved. And if they weren't as involved parents, it might have been in, gone a different way. Oh, yeah. Because they did see you. And maybe mom knew you were struggling in your family. And- yeah. And I'm sure, like, I mean, mom's pretty good at reading people. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can read a person the first, like, honestly, 10 seconds I meet them, I can, like, read exactly how they are. That's just, I don't know. I've always felt like that. Yeah. And I think mom's pretty good at that, too. Like, she can read a person for, like, who they are and... Um, like the influence that they are. And yeah, the influence for sure. Like if you're in a bad mood and you come home or if they're rude to them and you just, yeah, you just see it as a mom and completely. Or if you see like you see your kid have a new friend and all of a sudden they're acting completely different. They're doing (laughs) stuff they shouldn't be. They're like staying out late. I don't know. You can just, I feel like as a mom, you just know. I got a group of girls in middle school and I look back at pictures of myself and I just die laughing because these girls were not good influences. They were honestly, no, they were not good influences. And I was like so excited about these friends. And I like looked at this picture of myself the other day from middle school and I like started wearing like black eyeshadow same thing happened to me at my yeah, school i'm like what you like get a group of friends and i was like oh my gosh eyeliner like yeah, and i'm gonna wear i wore like a shirt off my shoulder with like my bra strap sticking out yep. like you like why would i do that and but your friends influence oh, you so much well especially at that age yes you, that's you're just you want to fit in you want to be cool you want to have like good friends and but you are who your friends are and completely. mom has always said that to me like yep. you need to surround yourself with good people and i mean like even even mom has said like you are who you date you want to date good people because you're a good person. Like, exactly. You, you you want them to have the same values. Have, yes, and you need to have standards for yourself. And the same goes for friends because Completely. that is so important. It's important as you watch your kids get friends to, again, keep your eye out and look for these red flags and these signs and your kid changing because my parents did. And it was a good thing because you came into our family and Definitely. our life. And that was obviously and a like, blessing. Obviously, I'm so grateful mom and dad didn't have the never sleepover rule. Like... That changed my whole life. Yeah. But that, but also if that happened in your family and it was just Rossi and Navy and it was a girl and she made your kids better, yeah. you made me better well, 100%. It's like, yeah, I just feel like all, I hope, I really just hope and pray that in that situation I'll know. And it's so hard because I feel like we don't have all the answers right now, but all we can do is like base our decisions and our rules in our home off of what we do know and how we feel in that, like in that moment and in that space and time. Yeah. And I'm not going to say, like, what if in 15 years things change and maybe he's a teenager and, like, maybe I'll change my rule. I, I don't think I ever will. But but you have. But I'm never going to say never. To. Because I am going to be, like, flexible and understanding. But also, like, I don't know. Just I feel like that trust. I agree. So that is all the subject on sleepovers that we are going to talk about. We are going to move on next week. Um, we'll have another episode out on Monday. 
We're but so excited. And each episode, like, we're going to be doing different topics, as you guys know. And they will probably start being a little less heavy. Yes, they will. But we do, like, a lot of our topics have your guys' input. So we love if you guys follow along and especially, like, on our Instagram stories because we want to do, like, question and answer boxes. Like, yes. just, I don't know. I feel like there's so much input and so much community in this that we really do hope that you guys stick around for the other episodes that aren't like so emotional and deep and that you guys still and have fun with us too yeah, have fun and laugh we're with fun, us i promise we're fun <laughs> <laughs> um but we will see you guys next week on the codependent, codependent podcast. podcast seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.